Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crazy Sixty Cool Podcast. I'm your host Bethany, and I am joined by my co-host. Fellow Sagittarius, my friends in real life, my mommy friends in real life. <laughs> we got me and we have Elizabeth. What's up, y'all? What's Shannon? Here at Crazy Sexy Cool, we give our black ass millennial opinions about the crazy, the sexy, and the cool hot topics. And uh, Meek gave me homework last week, y'all. I look, I didn't. I don't get a zero. I get like class participation, maybe a, a <laughs> maybe a D. How did you gonna give your own grade? Well, well, let me tell you why. So I I didn't watch. Uh, don't be a menace. Is that what it's called? <laughs> and that's and that's actually on Netflix right now. <laughs> and it's not called it's not called Don't Be a Menace. It's called Menace to Society. <laughs> Don't Be a Menace is the Wayne's Brothers parody of Menace to of all those black movies, which I have seen, by the way. <laughs> okay, so I didn't watch Menace to Society, but I did watch the first episode of Lovecraft Country. Did you love it? It was a freaky T- Tell ass me about it. I don't, show. I don't know. I want to know so, your thoughts on it. So I'm glad that I watched episode one instead of like skipping around to see like different episodes because what in the entire fuck did I just watch? Like it was such a <laughs> a, a brain fuck that I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what, like, do I even want to continue watching the show? Yes, you is do. what I'm trying to figure out because, 
Meek, you're Meek. so turned on by this. Like, uh, no, like I'm like so scared to watch. <laughs> like, look, when Meek talks about this show, her nipples get hard and everything. Like, my nipples what? stay hard. They're pierced. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so <You're> <laughs> <laughs> they stay but, hard. Like, I, I, it's the sci-fi for me. Like, it really freaks me out. But it's it done came out so of nowhere. well. It came it's, out of nowhere, bro. Right. It's done so well, but guess what? It gets better each episode. So that well, whole, it that whole, what the fuck? You're never gonna lose that. So you <laughs> could just like stop trying to like because it, it, it's not one of those shows. But once you accept that, you can just enjoy the ride. Child, I hope so because. So me, I have to watch TV shows with the captions on. Like I have to read what's going on, and. I feel like I kept up really well with the show. Um, I'm still trying to figure out every, like, the characters' names. Like, you know how you start watching the show, you have to get familiar with the characters. And mm-hmm. and at the same time, like, when I hear the characters' names, I'm like, is this based off of someone? Like, do I need to pause this and, like, you know, do my Googles that, so you I know? You're overthinking. Like, You're overthinking because it's not. I, I do that. You overthinking like it's not the thing. The thing though, I do think it is based off of like factual history events. So like, and it's not. I'm not saying like the. I'm not saying like the whole conspiracy part because it is conspiracy as well. But like certain things that actually went on that 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 people don't talk about. You know, when it comes down to like the the segregated South and like how dangerous that shit really was like right you know i yeah. think people lose sight of that you know yeah. like that shit is true that's not that's not like for the fucking show like no that shit like i don't know if, i'm gonna say it because it's not gonna give no shit it's not gonna give nothing away but when they talk about a sunset a sunset county yeah sunset count county sunset town yeah that shit is real like and, and the fact is a lot of people don't know that and, like, they don't talk about that type of shit. They make it sound like it's so, like, we were all, you know, Mary, Mary down the stream type shit. Like, no, like, and that, yeah. So I think it's that. It's not solely based off of, like. So it's like, it's racism, but make it sci-fi. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but technically, <laughs> if you think about it, like, that that theory that they're, like, kind of projecting, it's not that far-fetched, yo. Oh, it's like, not. It's not that far, and I think that's the reason why I like it. Because sometimes, so, so some sci-fi can be so out of this world where I'm like, "Bro, that's not gonna happen." Like, let's just stop. But when you see it and you see how it's like correlating with one another, and you're like, "Yo," and then they start bringing in indigenous people, bro, you be like, "Yo." Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna catch up as as best as possible this week. I'm gonna try. And then, uh, like, how you, and also, also, how you say, like, you wanna know more about the actual characters. From what I'm noticing, as when you keep going, we're starting to see, like, you're being, you're going to be properly introduced to each character. Like, you just gotta be patient. Like, each character has have their moment where you're like, what? So, you telling me that what? Like, yeah. Like, and it's good. It's really okay. good. Liz, are you gonna watch it? Oh, or am I the only man. am I the only one with homework? <laughs> oh no, man. Liz don't watch TV. I don't. That's like me making Liz eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I watch TV sometimes, but oh so no, watch TV, TV what do you watch? Kind of scary. Me? Yeah. Um. Whatever. Who's last, who's to last, watch? Oh shit! You watching <laughs> goddamn <laughs> the kids? The kids no, profile actually, on Netflix. No, I I have my own, and, and she has her own. But I watch like old movies, like movies that's on there that I haven't seen in a long time. Or Menace to Society. Like Mo- <laughs> I've been watching like Moesha, or I've been watching Girlfriends that's been Moesha. on there. I love Girlfriends. Yeah, so I, I'll just watch a couple of those old episodes and then fall asleep. <laughs> you know what? I want to revisit Girlfriends because I'm I'm hearing like watching Girlfriends in 2020 is just yes. a different experience. Yeah, especially at, as, yeah, like back then I was like, Dang, they were saying all this shit that yeah. I should have already knew. Now I don't know. Now I know now. And I'm putting well, together hearing, like, what? I'm hearing the opposite. Like, you mm-hmm. know, maybe their friendships had some problematic, you know, some things they, they, going they, on. They, they friendship did. But, like, you don't see that when when you're younger, you know, going uh, growing up with your friends. You don't see that till later. And now you start seeing it like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so which wait, is why. You said okay. that their friendships had what was problematic. They had some problematic, you know, issues. They weren't like the like, best friends. Yeah, Tony and Joan got into it. And- oh yeah, like it's like that question: like, is Tony really a best friend? Right. Like, question. Right. 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 But I feel like that's realistic, though. Like, and mm-hmm. also like how they have them come together, where it's like Tony and Joan known each other since they were like grade school, but then they they met Lynn in college, and then. Um, What's the other one's name? Can't think of the other girl name. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, <laughs> she's in the group because she's, you know, Joan's secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I honestly, the funny thing though is that Maya? I find Maya. I mm-hmm. find myself. I'm definitely a mix between Maya and Lynn, and and I find myself. I'm actually way more Lynn than I am Maya. You're a little Tony too. You think I'm Tony? Tony Charles. I feel like Bethany is Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony Charles. Yes. I think he is Tony, yo. Like, I do. And I get because Because the thing is, like, you're very graceful. But, like, yo, you can hit folks with the sarcasm and the little side smarts and whatever, you know. Well, I be throwing shade. Hella. But, like, low-key. Hella shade. Don't lie. Hell of shade. And then I'm this shady. Right here, Hell yeah. Not shady. You just throw shade. You throw shade, bro. It's just jokes. Like, and it's, 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 it's like sarcastic. Like, if passive aggressive was a person, it would be Bethany oh. Anderson. <gasps> oh, my feelings. No, no, not all the time, though, because you're also a sweetheart. Like, you're definitely a sweetheart. So, like, it's not, like, all the time, but, yo. But you could be sarcastic Tony, too, though, Meek. Every time I... Oh. No, but, no, I don't think so. I think I'm more... I think I'm more like Maya, where Maya just, like, say whatever the fuck is on her mind. I don't think I'm sarcastic. I don't think, like, I don't, like... The way Tony said, I think I'm more like just Maya. Maya be like, yo, why are you wearing blue sh- blue eyeshadow? Like, she said that to Tony. Like, she's like, you're black. Why are you wearing blue eyeshadow? Like, I feel like I'm Maya. That's the reason why I put Maya in it. I feel like Elizabeth is a mix of uh, of Joan, 
Joan because she like because like that Virgo side that whole like <laughs> don't touch my desk do not touch my desk like that is definitely Elizabeth I don't um, do that just whatever Bro, you're so OCD dog like, you hella OCD hella like, we're, we're all Sagittarius but yeah we know Liz has a bit of a Virgo, Virgo. OCD like, that's my baby that's my baby Girl, don't blame it on Lyric. She got OCD too. I ain't gonna lie, I do got OCD. But see, but low key though, you also got some Tony in you too, because like he, she be like, but he ain't got no money. (laughs) 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 Like, (laughs) what? Why? Why am I talking to you? (laughs) He don't got no money. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Well, we okay, can all agree okay. that Lynn's character is definitely a Sagittarius. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, wild, and I, and I love it. And I love it. Yeah, I saw the episode where she went to sex counseling. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's, that's you. Uh, that's you. That is you <laughs> all the way. <laughs> that is you <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I definitely need to, like, I need to revisit is all of this because yeah, like, even watching shows like Sex in the City as an adult is just different, you know? It is, and I love Sex in the City. Yeah, me too. But, you know, uh, thanks to Sex in the City and not having any diversity gave us the birth of girlfriends. Because it's right. like, oh, mm-hmm. you're not going to have any black women on this show? Like, mm-hmm. anywhere? There was, like, a few episodes when they would have, like, a black woman on there. But it was really far and few in between. So... Thank you to the creators of Girlfriend. Kelsey Grammer. Well, yeah, he's one of the uh, executive producers. producers. But Mara Brockakill, shout out to yeah. her. She's one of the writers. But yeah, so um, let's go ahead and talk about, let's get this shit the fuck over with. Kanye West. <laughs> Ladies. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye to the. Yeah. You know what's so, so sad? Uh-oh. Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead and enter no, no, the story no, properly. Go ahead. No, me. okay. So, like, well, I was just going to just start in on it. So, you know, for for those that are hiding under a rock, because Kanye, <laughs> he tends <laughs> to broadcast his, he tends to <laughs> broadcast his business everywhere. But he's basically it's Kanye versus the music industry, and he has found himself like I guess he's trying to purchase his. What is it his called? Masters. His masters, and he's claiming that the that Universal will refuses to give him a price because they know he can afford it, and so he has started this whole um, like basically full on attack on the I don't is that the proper term? I mean, you could call it that, yeah. Or exposing. I don't want to say attack, but like exposing, you know, of like the. The record label and the music industry and so on. Yeah, this is where this is where this is where it's where Kanye is. How just how complex he is is that the brother isn't wrong. It just makes it hard to listen to him because of all of the Tom Dick foolery from before. <laughs> you know where Tom it's like we don't, we don't give a fuck, bruh. Yeah. I, I, like you lost it like and now you want us to all you want to gather everyone all up to like you know join your brigade against the fucking industry 
So what he said is that he wants to bring the music industry into the 21st century. Like all these contracts, the 360 deals, all the bullshit that, um, you know, the, the music industry is making so much money off the artists. And at the end of the day, a lot of artists are broke. Like they own nothing. Really broke. The only thing they really have is like merch. You know, when they do shows, they might get something from it. Um, and we saw something earlier, you know, with Megan Thee Stallion. She was trying to get out of her deal with, I don't even know who the fuck them niggas are, but <laughs> she was ready to get out because she's like, I'm not making money. They're collecting everything. So, you know, I, I, of course, look, I love what Kanye is trying to do. Um, he's, I feel like he's educating people on the ins and outs of the industry and how people are being fucked over. But, um, and, and I also believe like you can walk and chew gum at the same time, but like whatever he's trying to do in politics, he needs to go ahead and give that up. This might be his true calling. If he really feels this way about being the Moses of <laughs> the music industry, then do that. Like put your focus and your time on that somewhere where you have actual experience like you know what i mean yeah i agree you can can go back to 2002 2003 when um you know he signed to rockefeller he was so excited i'm sure he was just he was trying to get that rockefeller chain he wasn't really giving a fuck about that that was what 2000 you said 2003 that was a long time ago yeah but didn't he like resign after like a lot of people are still trapped in their their contracts you know, right. and I and, and so I, I I'm glad that he's trying to speak up and you know be a voice for the people you know for the artists, but at the same time, there are people who um, say that Kanye is also one of those people who don't exactly pay. exactly exactly. So what's really tea? Kanye. Exactly, and that is and that's my stance. On he it will as never well. tell us. He right. will never come say anything about it. Like, I just feel like he's just all out of whack. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just honestly feel like Kanye is all out of whack. And like you said, Bia, this is really his really call, his real calling um, with the record label. Like, let that be that. Like, the whole thing, we're going back and forth with this, politics. Like, it's unnecessary. You're confusing everybody. You don't even know what you want to do. You're all over the place. Like Meek said, you're on Twitter every um, couple of hours tweeting about something like, Bruh. chill out. Like, where's your brain resting? Like, you don't even know what you want to do. Sit you down. Know what, what really, like, tripped me out was when um, he said something like, you know, I know they're going to try and silence me, blah, blah, blah. And then I guess Twitter was like, you're in Twitter jail. Sit the fuck down. And out of nowhere, Rick Fox is like, I just want to... <laughs> Uh, everyone to know that Kanye is in like Twitter jail right now. And everyone was like, Rick Fox? Of all people, why is Rick Fox telling us what's going on with Kanye's Twitter account? It's it's just so odd. Everything is so weird. And, you know, I also saw someone post something saying that Kanye may suffer from uh, grandiose delusions. And you know, I, I majored in psychology. However, <laughs> I needed to like get a definition so I could see if this is something that could be true for Mr. West. And I think so. So grandiose delusions. It's a subtype of delusion that occur in patients suffering from a wide range of psychiatric diseases, including two thirds of patients in manic state of bipolar disorder. Half of those 
with schizophrenia, patients with the grandiose subtype of delusional disorder, and a substantial portion of those with substance abuse disorders. Um, grandiose delusions are characterized by fantastical beliefs that one is famous, omnipotent, wealthy, or otherwise very powerful. And when you think about how he's tweeting, he's like, no, you need to trust me. I'm this. I'm the, I'm the Moses. I'm the, you know, he always puts himself as like some sort of leader, this powerful, all knowing, like, like, trust me, I know everything. You guys need to listen to me. And it's just, it's sad to see this like playing out in real time in our Twitter feeds and social media, whatever. Um, so the grandiose type symptoms include, and I'm reading like a definition. So it says grandiose type symptoms include astronomically exaggerated beliefs of self-worth, power, knowledge, identity, identity, exceptional relationship to a deity or famous person. So here we are, Kanye's married to one of the most famous women, you know, in the world. And so he just feels like he has a power and a knowledge that we just don't have. So, of course, we should trust him and take his word for whatever he's saying, whatever he's trying to explain. The fact that people are just kind of pushing him off to the side is just almost making this worse. It's weird. Like, it's and I beyond know it's weird. Like, but, that's, but that whole grandioso delusion, is, that's the reason why he, he saw Trump and can relate to Trump as well. You know, mm-hmm. like, cause Trump has the same shit, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, but I guess it's one of those things where I look in like this whole narrative of the industry has this and has more and the artist has less has been going on since the first white man walked around with a recorder and start recording a uh, bluegrass, you know, folk, folk music in the South. Like it's been since we, you know, since we gotten over it, this has been the, the narrative of like someone exploiting the artist and, and, and gaining capital. Like holding, trying, holding the money, hold, in front holding of them. the money in front of them. And before then, like, you know, we, we weren't as well educated when it came down to the finances and the contractuals of the entertainment industry. But now we are like, we know these, we see, we see, um, uh, we see these artists, you know, the late Nip, who say, "Hell no, I'm about to stay independent and choose that route." And so, right. what I guess what I'm getting to is just that we also need to be holding some accountability because Mr. Kanye, Mr. I, you know, like I'm the genius and I have that, and I'm not trying to, because I understand it. But also there needs to be some type of like accountability and also there needs to be some type of priority. You out here making a fashion line and making all this extra shit, but yet you don't own your masters. So like you need like that is true freedom. Like we need to start prioritizing those type of things where it's like, yo, if I create something, I own it all the way around. I'm not enslaved to someone else, you know, and I get it. Once you sign on a down line, like you're entrapped, you're enslaved, but like. Yeah, like you out here running for Trump, but don't own your fucking masters, dog. Like, where was all this heat <laughs> before all of your all of your extra bullshit? I guess that's where I'm. That's where my question lies. You know. You know. And like, I, I think. No, go ahead. Sorry. And I'm just gonna say, like, 
yes, he's a bit, he's, he's manic and he's a bit out there, but the brother is not dumb, you know, like you're not stupid. So right. like at some point, like you knew you weren't, you didn't own this shit. You are, you, you knew, you heard the story of Prince. You heard the story of all of these greats before you, you heard the, 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 the dilemma with that Michael Jackson went through, like, come on, like. So where do we place that at? Because I'm not going to just, the, the, the industry is going to be the industry. The, the recording labels are going to be the recording labels. Like, and they always yeah. are going to be set up that way. The, the, the good thing is, is that we have so much information at our fingertips. And if someone is presented with a contract, contracts are made to be negotiated. If it doesn't work for you, you don't have to sign that shit. Right. So I feel like, for Kanye to perceive him to to perceive himself as this all knowing <laughs> um, artist and genius, it's it's just stupid. Like I feel like he's really playing with people's uh, with people's minds right now. He wants everyone to follow him instead of being free thinkers, like he claims himself to be. Right. Um, I believe that. The delivery and the messenger is really important. So I, if he, I think it would be a greater idea if he were to team up with somebody with a decent reputation. Because right now everyone's just looking at Kanye like, yo, this nigga's crazy. He's crazy. Right. I mean, a couple of producers did come out. It was a hitman. I believe it was hitman who came out. Mm-hmm. And he talked about, he, he like his, um, his testimony was a bit, I, I, I actually loved it because like, it seemed very genuine. Like he also talked about, he mentioned about, he was like, yeah, you know, I was signed to you. And then, mm-hmm. then Kanye claims that he didn't even know that Hitman was signed to him or something. And then like, there was like some discrepancy that he got upset that Hitman made a beat for Beyonce. Some petty bullshit. Petty, right? yeah. But, but Hitman did come along. Basically he stated all that to say, yo, I, I don't really fuck with this nigga. But he's but not I agree. wrong. Right, right, right. And I think that's yeah. important, you know. So, like, I think I agree with you. Like, it, it's, it's going to, I do think it's going to take more people coming out the woodwork, like, and not being afraid to show, like, yo, yeah, I got fucked over, too. Yo, like, because, oh, dude, he freaking <laughs> tweeted 75, was it 75, 75, 73 posts of his actual contract. This brother has 10 contracts with this record label. Ten. Mm. Why the fuck do you got ten? I, I maybe someone can explain that to me. I'm not in the music industry, so I'm a bit, you know, right. ignorant when it comes to that. I don't know how that shit's set up, but to, yeah, I would I would love for us to like have a guest at some point that can come and explain some of this industry jargon to us, so we you right. know can kind of understand what's going on a little bit better because. You know, we're not artists. And but that's that's what I said. Like Kanye really has that advantage because this is something that he's been going through for, you know, like over 15 years. Um so there is something on my mind. I just kind of want to get off. And I feel like since we have a platform, um, I think it's just best to go ahead and just get it off my mind. Um, you know, it was talking about Kanye and Trump or whatever. Uh, you know, we lost a giant in Ruth. Yes. Uh, you know, Our, she was iconic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. It's kind of lit a fire under some people as far as like, you know, there's a sense of urgency in politics right now. 
But, you know, there's some people who are still not convinced that, you know, we are, you know, it's, it's, this election is very important. Um, I just need people to like to look around because COVID-19 is still taking lives. We reached, what, over 200,000 deaths in the United States. Um, so COVID still taking lives. Um, our kids are learning from home. Unemployment rate is still, it's disgusting. People are losing jobs every day. What was it? Uh, MGM, right? 18,000. Yeah. And then, and then also, also Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang made a good point. Like he talked about um, the disconnect between the people and the Congress. The fact that you, we have like the people that are struggling and they're constantly struggling and and they're vocalizing like their struggle and the Congress is steady, like dragging their fucking feet and not feeling it to be important to like to do something about it. And yeah, it's like we haven't had a second round of relief funding. It's like, here's your, uh, you know, a little bit of unemployment. Here's twelve hundred dollars. You gonna make it work because of course, yeah. right? Like, and how the fuck is that the case though? Twelve hundred dollars that, and that shows a disconnect right there because I would, like, the average cost of living, okay, average <laughs> cost of way living, more than girl, that. Right? Look, like, think about so, San Francisco. They would twelve hundred dollars. They're gonna laugh at you. That's chump change. That's nothing. In Vegas, twelve hundred. Yeah. Vegas, get LA, so far. So, and I guess, and I think the thing that I, that I have annoyance with is that, look, I'm not here to sit up to, to, come to, to talk about if it's a conspiracy or if it's not, I'm not saying that, but all I will say is I'm looking around and shit is looking a little bit fishy. Y'all over here picking and choosing on what we can be involved in and what we cannot be involved in. So for, if it's going to be a grandioso threat. To the people of the United States, we need to shut this motherfucker down. But if it's safe enough for me to get on a fucking Delta flight and fly four hours next to somebody and breathe this circulated air for fucking three three hours and some change, then you need to be opening some things up so people can go back to work. That's my Look, that is my thought on that. Like, we have to crane we have to crane our necks over to the Republican Party, like. The main person is Mitch McConnell. Like, he refuses to even allow a bill that the House passed in May to be brought up to for the vote. Floor. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, and then, you know, we have only one candidate that's running for president that even has a black agenda. And, of course, that's Joe Biden. If you right. go to Trump's website, <laughs> blacks for Trump, like, come on. None, right. Who okay. goes to Trump's website? <laughs> right. But, but you to know, be honest, no, you you <laughs> you have I'm to. Sorry. You have to see all sides. Like you have to see what people are really like sitting here. Like, you know what? Because I, I found that you know there's a a huge amount of black men who are deciding that they're for Trump. It's like yeah. Yeah. it's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. And. But, you know, but that's also because like, of the 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 the, um, the democratic um, uh, like pattern of constantly just like paying into all these different programs. So it's all, and I think that's what it goes. That's what it boils down to. Is like even though racial injustice is very and highly important, 
when people vote, it's not based off of like, oh, I'm black. You know, some people do vote like that, but a lot of like I'm talking about people of color or other people, like also involving white people. It's also about what goes on in their personal lives. Like, so if they are a business owner or if they, you know what I mean? It's going to be hard to vote for someone like Joe Biden when you know the first thing they're going to do is take all of the, 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 the tax provisions that Trump put in place just recently. So it goes against what your like your your livelihood is but that's just crazy to me when you see like what's going on in the country right now like we're living in but, but a that's state not state of emergency but a lot of people are just oh they're overlooking it because of you know it's, it just seems so selfish like the supreme court will go from a 6-3 majority um which could affect um Roe versus Wade. Right. Um <laughs> which, you know, women and their reproductive rights. And you think about the people who voted for Trump. What was it, fifty-three percent of white women? Right. Like, you know, you if you continue to allow this behavior, all of your rights are gonna be, you know, stripped from you. And so many other things are in jeopardy. Like I, but I just don't understand why people are saying that they don't want to vote or they're going to continue to or they're going to decide to vote for Donald Trump when our economy, our health care, like so many things is at stake right now. Like it's a sense of urgency. And I not, just don't understand why people are just not able to see outside of themselves. Right. But I but I I guess my my answer to that is that like. We just right now we have a we have a a president that does has no type of political experience at all, like at all. The 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 most political experience he has is running his fucking conference room with that fake ass show that he had. So I to like to buckle it all down on Trump, I think is a bit. No, it's, it's definitely naive. not. It's not like that. It's, it's the Congress that's the I fucking feel, issue. So I feel it's, like it's a lot of people Congress are that's not the issue. I feel and, like a lot of people are not understanding that in this election we also need to vote locally. It's not just for the president; it's for our local, um, our local representatives. And I think about Breonna Taylor and how she hasn't had those cops, you know nothing has happened. Like they haven't been served. They haven't been arrested. They haven't been charged with a damn thing because, you know, their locally uh, elected attorney general, Don't he just won't bring charges. To bring charges. And right. this is something, this is the person that Kentucky voted for. So right. what if a Breonna Taylor happens close to home and you didn't go out there and vote for your local officers? Right. You can you can do all this online protesting. You can go out in the streets and protest. But if you didn't have any say so, you didn't try to even have a, a piece of say so in the election. I'm sorry, like I, I don't want to hear none of that. But it's but it, it goes past the election because when Elizabeth said, "Well, why would I go on Trump's page?" and I saw something the other day where it's like it's important because the way technology is set up right now, like if you your your technology follows your patterns. So if you're only going in and indulging in Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden and on far left wing, that's all you're going to see. It is very important to know what's going on on the other side of the room. And it's and it's beyond the pop. This It's beyond the protest. And this is where my where I get annoyed is that people don't pay attention to what people how people are running and what they're what they what's on 
what's in their background and what their beliefs are and what they voted on in the past. And then yeah. the, 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 um, the, it comes time to vote. And now you got two imbeciles for fucking candidates that you got to choose from. And it's like, it got, it goes past the, 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 the election day. It starts with like, you got to Like before that year comes up, you need to know who the hell is in office, know what their history is, pull their fucking rap sheet. You know what I'm saying? And know and think about like, okay, what do we need to change? People are not doing their research and they're not doing their due diligence. And that's the reason why I don't think that Joe Biden is like going to be our savior, but I do think no. that he's better than Trump. And I think that that's, it sucks that we have to basically choose between the two evils. You know what well, I mean? You know, like, but we have to also think that, you know, choosing a presidential candidate, we're not choosing who we're going to marry. No, but no one's going to be the, the perfect match. No, but I'm talking about this is a, it's a, just a, a level of freaking common sense. Like you have a man that's that is publicly like strumming the black string. OK, he's publicly doing that. Like on it, like, bro, like, well, what's yeah, the alternative? Know, I'm, with the, I'm with the black people. I'm what's with the like, alternative? like, just because I, and look, all I'm trying to say is if, if you, there if I no have a, no, there is an alternative. If we had, if we, you, we, there were candidates that actually had more structure. I'm talking, I'm not talking about now. And that's why I said, it's the, that's why I said you're picking between the two evils because we did have candidates before because they didn't have the, the big party. Uh, backup, they didn't get as far along in 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 the uh, in the race, but that didn't mean that they weren't well qualified uh, politicians. So we had candidates that were way more structured, way more like trying about solutions. This man out here just worried about the damn cookout, you know. Like, so I, all I'm saying is I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to say he's worse than Trump. I'm not saying that, but I don't. I just think it's it's a it's a pick of the two evils, and and Trump has already showed that he's not even capable of holding a political conversation. He's not even capable of holding this black woman dragged his ass, talked to and questioned him about health care. And he 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 didn't even have enough adjectives and verbs within his vernacular to hold the proper conversation. Which so is yes. why it's so frustrating when people are just like, you know, either I'm not gonna vote or I'm gonna vote for Trump. And it's just like, bro, come on. Like don't you see what's going on right now when you look at when you turn on the news and you hear this nigga speak? Are you not disgusted? Do you not disgusted. want this nigga the fuck up out of here? So we got my, my whole thing is I just want us to come together and do what we got to do to get this nigga the fuck up out of here. Yeah, I think I think I, I do think this is a big uh, a big race. But I think the even bigger race is that mother is them damn that Congress, like we need to we need to rattle those motherfuckers up. And also another reason why this is a big race is because Trump doesn't get to appoint the Supreme Court. Right. It's after November that the Supreme Court is appointed. He, he can do what he wants. But Ruth's dying wish was that they wait until after inauguration for this to happen. So if there is a new president, then yeah. cool. We can let, you know, hopefully we can have Joe Biden appoint someone so that we can try to turn the Senate. I or because if, if that's the case, if we get a Democratic president, it's just not going to be anything but, you know, he's not going to be anything but a figurehead. The Senate's going to be able to 
do everything what they want. Yeah. But all but and, and and that's my point. But also like just like how everyone in here going for Biden, make sure we keep the same energy and stay on these motherfuckers' heads the whole Always. fucking time. Because Always. this has been this has been an ongoing no it's it but that's that's the sad point is that it hasn't that's not always the case. Is that they they they're able to strum on our emotions and our oppression to get our votes, but they don't always show up for us. So with that said, we do need to start practicing on keep making sure that we stay on these motherfuckers' heads. Always hold these niggas accountable across the board. <laughs> so uh, speaking of accountability, um, Breonna Taylor's family, they're receiving um, a $12 million settlement in the wrongful death of Breonna Taylor. However, no cops are being charged, not even with manslaughter like nothing um of course it's it's fucked up like how would you you know award someone that much money taxpayers money at that that part but then not uh bring about charges it's it's a slap in the face yeah it's just like they keep trying to brush everything out the under the rug like here here's some money shut up type shit that's how i feel like exactly that's exactly what it feels like. like this being the highest settlement ever for a black woman that's killed by the police in the U.S. Like, this is insane. This is, like, totally insane. And that's it's how, a, it's a huge slap I'm, in the I'm, face. It just makes everybody angry. Like, you didn't do anything. Giving us money to shut us up, like, that's not going to help. Yeah, we're, right. still, we're still looking at um, the attorney general. What's up, dude? Bring them charges. <laughs> Bro, when is his election coming up? That's what I want to know. Attorney General, he's, look, all eyes are on him right now. And I feel like those who are, you know, Republican and for Trump, they're looking at him like, oh, so he's, you know, for, you know, police officers. So we're going to continue to, we're going to vote for him so that he can stay in office and continue to, you know, do what he does best and ignore black issues and police brutality. It's sick. It's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, but, uh, so, uh, this is what, I, like, I know, I, I know a little bit, I, I feel like I don't fully know all of the, all of what happened. I do know what happened, but I don't know, like, I don't feel like I know everything. Um, is that to say no one was brought in forth, you know, in a court, that is a complete slap in the face. I do think oh, yeah. that I because it was it was it was past the officers that shot the gun. It was also, you know, is it what the superintendent or whoever is the higher up of the officers, um, uh, higher up of the officers who actually approved that that notion to even make that move. Whoever was the deciding factor to make for them that to move, bus up in that house for them to right. bust in that house. That's the person I believe should be having to be having their day in court. Now, now what I will say, and I know, you know, some people might not agree with this is that it, we can't act as though there's not times where this has been done and, and it served a case, you know, like, where they went in and did, you know, bust in and actually got what they were looking for. Hmm. So it's like, so that's, and I, and I had to bring that up. It's like, so like, is it, 
do we do we keep it like by paper where it's like oh, oh you always have to have a, a a warrant or whatever to in order to engage or like how do we do that um when it, like when we talk about reforming policing now their whole situation is fucked because they already had the suspect and then they did all this extra shit like like so yeah messy. someone def yeah it's very very messy but i guess when it comes down to like protecting and serving where do we draw the line where it's like we can't go and continuously criminalize police and detectives for per, for protecting for properly protecting and serving or i don't know how to say it cuz i don't i can't say properly cuz it wasn't proper but I just know that there's times that detectives and lawyers do shit that they're not supposed to do to get the fucking job done. So it's like right. if the if the criminal killed your killed your significant other, but they they didn't have no other way to fucking bust in that house but to do it how they did it and they did it and they were able to get justice for your significant other, would you still feel that that, that way? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I would you be it. like, oh, they didn't get the proper work and oh, and da 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 this and no, you'd be like, no, I, I want justice to be served by no matter what. So it's like, wh- how do we draw that line? You know, yes, you I know, want her to have her proper. You know, it's I, 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 like, again, I say that it really matters who we are voting locally on a local level. Like we can't affect what happens over in, in Kentucky, but we have to it, it really starts at a local level, which, you know, police reform and all of that, you know, how police are paid, you know, it's, it, it depends on how we vote locally. Um, I kind of want to change the topic because I don't know, like police it brutality, just, angry. it just, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it me mad. yeah, it's just, it, it never stops. It's just always something. And I'm just so ready for election season to be over. I'm ready to go ahead and vote and get the shit done. Um, Cause I'm tired of seeing the ads. My son is watching YouTube and I see a Trump ad like every every other video. And I'm like, bro, you're watching like story bots or some shit. Like, why am I seeing political ads on your cartoons? But, it's everywhere. Um, Even on the freeways, it's like, whew. I was on yeah. the way to work and you can see it platter on the freeway. I'm like, dude. <laughs> it's a mess. So, so let's shift the conversation over to Cardi B and Offset. They got married in 2017, but Cardi has uh, filed for divorce from Mr. Offset. Huh, how do we feel about that? Um, you Not know surprised. me, I'm always, I'm always like, break up with him. These niggas be trash, bro. And, and she Super knows he, he's been trash. And like, we, I feel like we've talked about this before on the show where you know, we discussed that people get married for the absolute wrong reasons. And I feel like some women just want to be a wife so bad that they'll marry any man who will, you know, maybe, you know, he might have some money or whatever, but they'll accept whatever trash behavior he brings her way. And I don't know Cardi, I don't know Offset, but child, I always felt like Cardi was too good for him. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, men would be like, well, she's a stripper and she's this, she had blah, blah, blah. So no, what? She, she, I think she's a dope chick. She has something really going for her. And I remember when, uh, I guess Offset, like, proposed to her, but it came out that they were already married when he proposed to her. And I remember thinking, like, 
oh, I, I don't know if this is the dude for her. Like, for her big personality and she was only getting bigger and bigger, it just made me feel like she was settling. It was, it, and it, it honestly felt like she was marrying him to, like, piss people off. Like, I got your nigga type, type marriage. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like that. I was, like, kind of, like, happy for her. Like, oh, she found, like, you know, because she was always into them weird guys on Love and Hip Hop. Anyways. <laughs> She was in that all into was that, that nigga weird. that was in jail the whole time. Would you yeah, even call me? Then she was like, you know, messing with that other dude, and she was sitting on his lap with that other girl, with that foreign girl. Yeah. And she was just all into all different types of dudes anyway. So I thought she was really like found, you know, another ugly guy that she really liked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so I was kind of happy wait, wait. for her, but then hold on, can I can I say something? Okay, so we played. Um, was it fuck Mary Kill, right? And we yeah. asked we asked Elizabeth, fuck Mary Kill, Wiz Khalifa, Gucci Mane, or Yo Gotti. So who who did you say you would marry? Was it Yo Gotti? Wiz. No. I said Wiz. So we're gonna oh, you were, okay. And she said she would fuck Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti. So, you know, I got some DMs because people was like, yo, if Yo Gotti with that gut got a chance, that mean I got a chance. Come to find out, Mr. Yo Gotti, okay, he has no gut no more. He don't. He didn't got his shape. He, he Mr. Was Yo Gotti is so solid. Yo Gotti, hey. Oh God, y'all be doubting my little man's. Look. <laughs> so it's, it's weird that you you say that Offset is ugly, but you know some people don't find like Gucci or or um. Gotti. No, but she, like, she, 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 she didn't. Like, but but Gotti not cute like that to me. I just, I was. She, just she had to choose. She had to choose between. Yeah. Fuck or kill. So, bro, <laughs> me, and, me and Elizabeth went to uh, Dre's one night last year, and Yo Gotti was performing, and I just saw the sparkle in her eye, and I was just like, what oh, is going on? <laughs> I told you we was, we was doing some like eye connection, girl. You don't even know. But we were sitting next to one of his girls, so you know she was like, "Yeah, we go into the room tonight." I'm like, "Okay." We out. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so so you didn't feel like Offset was a downgrade. Um, no, because I thought she was just into like ugly looking guys, whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He's he not that cute. I don't think he's cute at all. Why do you think um, uh, why do you think of, uh, Offset is a downgrade? Downgrade from what? A nigga that was in prison for a long ass time? Like, oh, what? I just I just feel like, you know, sometimes women rush. It's just like, oh my God, like I love him and he loves me and our relationship is this, this, and that. Yeah, and that's true. No, they're like married. They rush down to the courthouse and get their big cluster ring and you know, it's just but like, also, but see, but, uh, like on the contrary, I feel like folks don't really like fight it out. Like, and I'm talking about on both sides. Oh, you that's know what I mean? Because like, Cardi did say she was tired of arguing, which is why she filed for divorce. It's kind of like, yeah, that's, like, that's crazy. Like, you're gonna argue. Like, who? I don't know. And see, this is what happens when you have a generation of children who grow up and don't see, don't know what a happily, happy married couple looks like. Like, when, just because we say happy married couple doesn't mean that every fucking day is happy. You know, like, you have to learn to communicate with each other, like, on all levels. Not just as your lover, but as your friend, as a support 
you know, person. Like, I, it, it, I, I, feel, and, I, and it's not just on Cardi though. It's not just on Cardi because it's also on Offset. Like, bruh, what are, how are you uh, contributing to try to save this marriage? Are you even trying? You know, like, and I think that's what's, that's what, where I'm disgusted. It's like, I just can't, you just constantly see motherfuckers in this whole Pop-Tart marriage shit. Motherfuckers just want to rush and have be married so bad, but nobody actually want to fucking fight. Like, we weak. We're a weak-ass generation. And we're going to have a whole bunch of single motherfuckers, 60, 70 years old. You know but what you I mean? What? I don't see that Lonely as a bad as fuck. thing. No, you- dog. So if you think about it, a lot of times you look at relationships in the past, like I personally, I can look at my grandfather and my grandmother who were married, you know, up until my mother was about three or four years old. Um, (laughs) My grandfather was on that bullshit. He got, you know, families out there. So was my grandmother supposed to stay and just put up with it and fight? When he's like blatantly disrespecting no, her, I'm saying there are some on pe- both sides. That's, that's, no, that's why we say on both sides because if you have someone that's completely like disconnected from the relationship, no, that person that that's abuse. Now that's abuse to stay and continuously be put up with someone's bad ass behavior. So no, but people about- always like to relate. You know, relationships. Well, you know, back in the day, people stayed and they fought it out and they made it work. It was like, but Nana was happy. <laughs> they went through bullshit too. They went through bullshit too. And those generations also married for the wrong reason. But what I'm trying to say is, is that is that being 60 and 70 and alone is not the fucking, is not the gesh. It's really not. Your friends start dying off. Your loved ones start dying off. You end up being there by your fucking self. You don't have no one to relate to. Like, it's hard. It's not easy. And I do think that our generation lose sight of that. Like, like, yo, all I gotta say is me, I wanna be rocking in, in a fucking rocking chair on a poach with somebody and cackling. I might not no, be able to fuck you. I might be I, I might not be able to fuck you. I don't know how my how my shit gonna be set up, but I wanna be able to make Martin jokes and us just cackle all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see it so... <laughs> and, I see and it so she talk, often. And she thinks about this all the time because I'm always the one that's like, I'm never getting married. You will never see and me. And and not and I will always be like, I don't want to... I want to be single for the rest of my life because that's, like, what I feel. But, like, the more and more I get older, I'm like, dang, I don't want to be alone forever. I don't want to yeah, be by myself forever. I just think the whole concept of marriage is kind of blown out of proportion. I think people lose sight as to why you came together, as to why... Um, marriage was even a thing. It was a state of survival. That's the reason. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, you know, the religion start putting this emphasis on it. But it was a state of survival. You had a man and you had a woman, or you just had like now you could say significant other, whatever. So that way we had a better chance of surviving. And a healthy emotional state is also a part of surviving. Socializing has been known to contribute to a healthy emotional state. So we like people lose sight of that it's not even about like oh i want to get married like no i want to find my life partner that's what i want to find and it's like if you just up here just trying to get married to have a big ass elaborate thing or to say that you you your baby and your baby daddy got the same last name you're you're missing the whole fucking concept (laughs) missing the whole fucking concept yeah it's a lot of people get married for the wrong reasons and it's it's and, and you hate to see when they're like I when I when I hear that couples are getting divorced, I don't celebrate. I don't make jokes. That shit ain't funny. 
It's really not funny. It's not. But I hope people are paying. I hope people are paying attention. Like, just be. Like, I think we talked about this before when people, you know, they they feel like um, getting married is the end goal. It doesn't stop there. Once you get married, like it's, the work begins. The it's, work begins. <laughs> like, more work. Gotta keep, Sorry. You got to keep it going. No, go ahead. Yeah, I had this thought the other day where it's like you hear this commonly amongst pe- people. Oh my God, me and my friend, we've known each other for 20 years. We've known each other for 35 years, 40 years. So you've been able to sustain a friendship with somebody for that long, but you can't fucking sustain a a, a fucking love relationship. It's the same thing. A romantic. A romantic, it's the same thing, but the thing is, is that people fuck up and they start putting on these crazy ass obligations and expectations on their lover instead of dealing with their package in the inside. You want your lover to fill that void that you got in the inside, that that insecurity, that self-doubt, or that, that financial situation to better that. Like, no, if you look at your lover the way you look at your friends, the way you choose your friends, if you can sustain a friendship... For that fucking long, I'm, I'm most definitely you can sustain a romantic relationship, a life partner. You, but, sometimes, but sometimes it's not even on that person. Like sometimes the, the person can like try to sustain that 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 healthy relationship with their partner, but their partner is just not there yet, and they have to just let it go. So that's why they're more well, friends, you, but, longer but friends. Which true. Like, it's not I, always on them. It, it, I, it, but, if they keep trying and trying and trying, and they keep and the partner is not giving in, the partner's not ready yet, you're going to have to let that go. Like, I'm not about to sit here and wait till you're ready. If I give you chances and we've been together for, like, five years, and me and my friendship been together five years different because we're not fucking each other, but we have an understanding, like... Why does fucking fucking matter? Romance matters. It it definitely matters. No, okay. Fucking is not the issue when when it comes... Fucking someone and having sexual intercourse, yeah, it deepens the relationship. But but the sex is, yeah, that's what makes it different from you and your best friend. First off, right. you say, well, why, well, why should I keep doing it if you're not ready? I would then question your selection of your partner. First off, and then second, okay. and, that's, and that's totally fine. But you don't know that until you're in that relationship with that partner. Like you try to make it work with that partner. Like every partner is different. Exactly. But second, you have to go, you like you you like just like your friendships. You've come across different people that you said, you know what, we're friends. And you have people that just fell the fuck off, and you have people that stayed down over the fucking years and continue to fucking stay down, and they are your rock. So it's the same thing. So you have these on and I and I think in and in, 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 and I'm gonna and what I'm trying to get to is that I feel like with situations like that, people don't know when to fucking just let that shit go. Why would you make, why would you go into a marriage with someone that you're constantly trying and trying and trying and trying over and over and over again and they keep showing you that, that, that you're not ready? Let that person go. Don't step into matrimony with that but, person. But how you gonna say be, be married with somebody and now you gonna say let that person go when you're saying like, okay, you're dealing with this person with that baggage, but you have to deal with them with that baggage and try to make no, it work. About, how you, you saying make have- it work but then let it go? No, I'm saying once you get into marriage, you both have okay. to make you both have to make the decision. Yo, we're going to step into matrimony together. Basically, I choose you as my life partner and you choose me as your life partner. But before we even get there, we have to I have to I have to meet you. I have to know what you're working with. I need to know what your baggage is like. I need to know how you set up. And once I do that and I assist them like, yo, is this really in line with what I got going? No. All right. 
Let me go ahead and keep on looking. But, the, but I get that part. But then, like, some people show you a different side of them once they get married. People change. People change over the year, just like you change. The, your, your partner friends, can change. Your change. Your friends and they do. Too. They do. Friends change, too. And, people, and you I, cut I, them and, off. And, no, no. I, I, and we've seen this a lot, where women are more likely to, like, be under. Well, actually, they're more likely to understand a man than their, than their friend. They're like, oh, fuck that bitch. Fuck no. that bitch. I don't care. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is this that like I I like I just feel like the obligation and the uh and like the expectation is not as heavy on the friendship as it is with your romantic partner. And I I do question that if we were to like alleviate that, what would the outcome be? If we was if we like no, but you're my you're my man. You need to be this and you need to do this. Like, are you like that with your girlfriend? Do you have the same type of like expectation? I keep that same energy. Obligation with your girlfriend. I feel like we're way more accepting of like, you know, you know what? That's just how Meek is set up. You know, I don't like how Meek says certain things, but I do know that Meek, when Meek says this, da da da, I do, I feel like there's more understanding there. And people are not practicing the understanding within the romantic relationship because they're so vulnerable. People are not comfortable being so vulnerable. It's like, I'm vulnerable with you. And this is what the fuck you gonna do with it. Like, the fuck? Like, why is, why is it all of that? Why does it have to be all that? I have girlfriends that if they were men, they would probably be my fucking life partner. You feel what you know, I'm some people, Some people feel like their best friends are like their soulmates. <laughs> right. Like true soulmates. Like soulmates, I don't feel like need to be a romantic partner. Soulmates can be your best friend, like someone who really knows you and understands you and vice versa. And I guess yeah. that's, just what, that's just what I look like. Well, that's what I'm looking for. Like, or, you know, when people are like, oh, what are you looking for in a man? It's like, I, I want to have the same type of freedom. And like, I could come, I can come to my girls, my, my girls that are my girls. I can come to them with anything and there'll be no judgment and there'll be understanding, but yet they love me enough to be real with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I don't feel like the love is, is conditional in no kind of way. I don't feel obligated to them. I don't feel like there's a hierarchy. I don't feel jealousy. I don't feel any of that when I'm with them. I'm just able to freely love them. And that is what I want in my man. I just but you know, now is it. <laughs> that takes a power of discernment. You have to know what's what's best for you and your life and your lifestyle. Because there are some, look, I see girls who are friends. We want to put that in heavy quotes because associates, but keep going. <laughs> like, oh, that's my girl. That's my best friend. That's my BFF. That's my, you know, my my good Judy, whatever you want to call it. Good Judy. But they be talking mad shit about each other behind each other's back. And I like, that's that fake shit. So some people just don't have the power of discernment. They don't understand what a friendship is. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like the best relationships, you have to have a, a friendship established first. Mm -hmm. You have to. I like, totally agree. Or, yeah, because you're going to always, like, you can have a terrible argument, but you know who this person really is in their true essence to be able to get over the petty right. shit, like a fucking argument over, you know... You know, how come you didn't answer the phone when you were, when you said right. you were like, come on, dog. Like, right. the petty shit. Don't ask those questions. And then also, questions. also with, with that friendship, that's where the respect lies. Because if I do come exactly. to you, because like, 
I just recently, I, I, I recently just experienced this where I'm like, look, I'm not even trying to chastise you or question you like that, but I'm feeling like something is off, you know? And so like, if I'm coming to you like this, I'm not, go- I'm not going to accuse you of anything because the fact of the matter is I don't know. But what I do know is I know I, I'm, I'm very aware of our chemistry and our vibe and the energy and the energy that flows between the, the two of us. So it's like, if some, if I'm feeling something is off, it could be me whatever but i, I want to be able to vocalize and bring that to you and <laughs> out of respect you know you'd be like you know what you're right then that opens the way to conversation and then we can solve whatever it is whatever and, the fuck that is yeah and friendships go through that same thing and i feel exactly. like relationships should be able to be given that sort of grace and yes. and freedom to it's, to have Look, this shit ain't going to be perfect. You're going to have your arguments, but like to for Cardi to say that she's getting a divorce because she's tired of arguing, I'm just like, yo, that's petty Bruh, stuff. First yeah. off, you married a Sagittarius. We <laughs> are born to fucking argue. Wait, he's a Sagittarius? Hey. Wait, 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 wait. You said Sagittarius are born to what? Argue. Speak for yourself. I don't I argue. I don't argue. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. Okay. Y'all have argue. your own. Look, I might be a little bit more blunt and whatever but at the end of the day y'all have y'all stance on what y'all have y'all stance on and a lot of times y'all don't budge for nobody and y'all have y'all own way y'all have y'all own way of arguing and stating your stance so okay true so let's let's go ahead and uh move on to our red light special because i think this will you know we'll 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 speak on that so (laughs) if you guys have a question for the ladies of the crazy sexy cool podcast shoot us a dm at crazy sexy cool pod on Twitter and Instagram, or shoot us an email at crazy sexy cool pod at gmail.com. And we just might read your shit on this show. So this week's question ask, uh, what is your most toxic trait? And I'm going to answer first because this, you know, piggybacks on what Meek was saying. I don't like to argue when I get my feelings hurt. When my feelings are hurt or I can, I just completely disagree with somebody on something, I will ghost. I will ghost you. (laughs) I will never talk to you again. And I feel no ways about it. Um, It could be, I mean, I've ghosted, I've ghosted people for the pettiest of reasons and I know it's toxic and that's, it's just it is what it is i'm trying i'm working on it okay i'm actively working on it but there was this one guy who i ghosted because uh we had sex and i just wasn't feeling it i didn't like it i didn't tell him i just stopped talking to him and that's just what it is i will ghost you and my thing is what you gonna do about it (laughs) nothing (laughs) (laughs) nothing so my toxic trait, because I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to go back and forth. I will peace out. So, you know, I might, I mean, God, like, I don't even send a text. I I, I don't give a call. I don't. So you're anything. the ghoster. I yeah. I disappear. Bethany, the ghoster. Okay. What are you? Styles P the ghost. I'm out, wow. bro. Be the ghoster. Toxic ghoster. <laughs> Show is, boo. Show is. What Me? about you? 
Romantic. Go, go, Elizabeth. Oh, you want me to go? Yup. <laughs> Jesus Christ, when I already asked you. But it's okay. My touch <laughs> is <See>? safe. <laughs> See? That's the Tony, that's the Tony child. See? Right <laughs> See? I'm the controller. I'm the control freak. Um, oh. I make you feel like you can't do nothing right. And Ooh. I don't care about it. <laughs> oh my God, my feelings are hurt. And I, like, I haven't done that Right. I mean, I feel like there's I more wonder, for me. In a I wonder group. what kind of guy would it take? Like, what kind of personality traits would he have to have to, like, cut through all that? That's a good You can't question. answer that. You can't I answer know. that. I'm, I'm trying to find something. I'm like, no, because a nigga going to have to come out of nowhere and just present you with some, some shit you just can't yeah, even girl. deny. Because I didn't hurt everything. Mm, that's that's see that's where you go fuck up at because you gonna think you heard everything. Somebody gonna come and rock her world. She's a white man. Uh, <laughs> you gotta stop saying that. And I'm gonna need you to stop speaking that energy over here. <laughs> we didn't already have this discussion. He's either gonna be white. We gonna are he gonna, be, are he gonna be broke? No. <laughs> No, I'm tired of messing. Oh, I, 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 I'm tired of messing with um, um, broke niggas with good dick. Over. Okay, okay so he won't be broke, but he gonna he gonna be he gonna be of another color. I'll say that. Okay. Probably, and, and when I say white, I and mean, it probably won't even be American white. It'll probably be like overseas white because it's different. A European like, white, like, oh, like European white, Australian. Doing me, y'all. I like y'all Australian man, yeah, they. they you gonna you gonna find a man of the wilderness. <laughs> what? <laughs> that don't even sound like me. A man <laughs> of the wilderness, right? The one who wants like, to go on hikes, you know. He's gonna be the one, the lumberjack, bruh. He gonna have a beard, red hair. He gonna you know look what? like Thor. Uh, Liz gonna get with Thor. That's that's what it's gonna take, y'all. No, she can't uh, have no blondes. He can't be blonde. He gonna have to have like dark hair or something like uh, <laughs> like a Jason Momoa. Oh, he's not he's not white though. Nah, but see, a Jason Momoa would definitely put her ass into shape. What's that supposed to be in me? Cause I I'm, I need to because know. He's gonna break you down with kindness. Like you have like this hard exterior sometimes, and like Jason Momoa is so about peace and love, but he's also very like. No, you are. You are. But I'm talking about in, in the realm of romance. I'm talking about okay. the realm of romance. See, yeah. that, that control, that's the, the little Virgo that's inside of you. Little <laughs> oh, she's, uh, she's like Virgo, moon rising, Sagittarius. No, she's Sagittarius, moon rising, Virgo. She has to be. <laughs> We're going to find out. All right. So what about you? What's your toxic trick, Meek? Um, I could be I could be very abrasive. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, and also, I do feel like people always just think I want to argue, but I'm just a you sperm. say it. Uh, I'm just you a literally just said that you like to, bro. I do, but it's like debating, and it's only because I look at it as a a healthy way of communication, like. Don't be afraid if I'm able to state my opinion better than yours. You need to fucking ante up and state your shit. 
Like, I, and I'll give yeah. you this floor. Like, if you want to speak your piece, go ahead. But if I'm able to poke holes through your fucking piece, you need to go back and reassess and bring it back with, you know, compare and contrast. And she'd be right. wondering why her son talked like that. <laughs> <laughs> look, Meek is, look, she has her own debate team. Because Eli be like, uh, she uh, cha- he mommy? challenges, he challenges, okay? He's going <laughs> to challenge everything. Everything you know, mine. Yeah, I would tell the listeners, when, <laughs> what was the story you told us? Uh, we came over to your place for Eli's party, and you said he had gotten in trouble, like, a couple days before that, and he asked you a question. What did he... <laughs> I don't remember. He said, Mom, are you going to beat my ass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mom. <laughs> Mom, are you going to... Are you going to... Are you going to... He said, he say, are you going to... Are you going to whoop... Are you going to whoop my ass? And I'm like, no. And the crazy thing is, is that the way he's talking, you would think this boy gets a fucking ass whooping every day. I rarely have to. I rarely. I man, when I tell you it's rare, like I, I want to say. We don't have to put hands on our babies. We don't have to. Right, because I have conversation with him, but I know from my tone, he knows I ain't playing with him. Like for sure. And you have said many times to me that you feel like Eli is going to be a lawyer. Oh, and he negotiates. Because Elijah, exactly, Elijah he is so your child, bro. And, yeah, Elijah will definitely negotiate. He's like, Mom, okay, so I'm going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at 12 o'clock for lunch. Um, I, I don't want my snack then. I'll just take an applesauce. But later, can I have some cookies? Not now, but later. <laughs> no, he's, he's he gave you his writer, bro. He's a celebrity. <laughs> This is what I expect when oh. I come in. Thank you very much. And I need oh. all blue M&Ms. Thanks. That's not, even, that's not even a lie because the other day I got in the car and he's like, Mom, I'm going to be a YouTube celebrity. And I said, oh, are you? He said, yes. He said, it's, it's easy. He's like, I already have like 3,000 subscribers. That's <laughs> <laughs> level he has. Dude, like, like, I love like, it. Like, Mom, so love easy. It. He was so, he said, it's so easy. He's like, I already have like 3,000 subscribers. He was like, by Friday, I should have like over a million. He's like, you know what? Celebrity. I was like, wow. where? Yeah. Me and, me, me and Mika's gonna switch kids for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would, I, I would love to see Meek with a little girl. Well, she already said she wanted to take her to get her nails done. She wanted to take Larry right. to get her nails done. She yeah. did. Yeah, I'm good with little girls, but I could definitely. I feel like I, I might be, I might talk too much for some for, for little girls. Cause me, I'm always trying to, so you know, talk to them. You know what I mean? Like I'm always like, hey, so what's going on? Like start that conversation of like. Depends They're gonna look at you like. I'm not gonna do that what? with LBD, though. But you know, but I, I feel like that's healthy. So I have a I have a I have a few older cousins that I felt comfortable going to like once I became of a certain age like I didn't want to talk to my mom about certain things I have my older yeah. cousins yeah. that I can yeah, talk to. Yeah, me too. I yeah. think that's I think that's healthy. Like a lot of girls, we, and I, we need yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and that's I started cool. at a young age. It's like I I just want to make it, and and I try to do that uh, with Elijah as well. Where like that's the reason why I know some people might listen to my child and be like, oh my God, he would not talk to me like that. First off, Elijah respects me. He knows who his mm-hmm. mother is and he respects and loves me. But second, I allow my son to formulate his own thoughts. And if I, if it's a, if it's a, a scenario where he's questioning something he, that I'm doing, I let him 
question me so then I can properly explain to him why I need him to do follow my direction so that way he knows the why instead of the just because I said so. So because I said I, so. Oh right. my God, bro. So I just think that it's just like oh this creating that that streamline of commu is communication is so key to me. Like I that is my thing and I just feel like nothing is past a is, is past a a conversation. I feel like a That's lot right. of fucking marriages could be saved from having <laughs> a honest fucking conversation, you know, in debate. Thank you. But it's not. But is it a debate though? With your son, uh, yes. <laughs> but is it a debate though? Because look, because I like I because it, it forces like if I if I oppose if I have a rebuttal if it, it, it makes you think. If I'm sitting over here, I'm like, oh, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my yes, ta- yes, man. Yeah, and, and I never challenge your thought process. Like, you know, and I wanted, I want the same. I want people like, well, Meek, like, just how you say like, Meek, that doesn't make sense. Well, how do you say this and da-da-da-da-this? Like, I have to think that through and then formulate my words. Like, I think it's healthy. That's so. healthy. All right, Um. so we're going to wrap the show up, but before we do... Miss Elizabeth Simmons, do you have a quote of the week? A quote of the week? I do. Let's see what, what that I, is, girl. What it is, hope. Okay. <laughs> Come on, bless it, baby. <laughs> um, the quote of the day from, that I got is, smiling is the best way to face every problem, to crush every fear, and to hide every pain. We'll she it. That's a <laughs> no. Nah, fuck that. You know, no. you know, you know, what, you know no. what that reminds me of? This is what Why? it reminds me of. You ever be like walking, like you in a mall or whatever, and somebody be like, hey, yo, smile. Like, how come you ain't smile? Nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, can I just Wrong. see some bitch face? I'm straight. Just leave me alone, bro. Hey, yo, yo, rude. Wrong. Nah, no, I ain't that's rude, funny. nigga. That's, that's rude. Rude. That like telling telling people to smile. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Cool. I'm talking about y'all talking about my quote root. I don't give a fuck about what anybody else say about telling you to smile. No, I, look, I, I'm tired of like when if I'm going through something, I'm not gonna smile to cover that shit up. No, I'm gonna do the work to to whatever. You got mask on. Ain't nobody up. telling you that. Nah, ain't no mask, bro. You gonna see me in all forms. You gonna get me. In all y'all got mask on. Mask nah. off. Look, I understand like we wearing masks out in public, but niggas still gonna find a way to try to holler regardless. But what I'm talking about is like you can't smile your way through this shit. You gotta actually do the work to be in a healthy place. Like you just right. smiling ain't gonna, ain't gonna cure it. Boo. And, uh, and all that's I smile not- my pain, so I don't know about y'all. I mean, it makes work for you, but for me, all it does is just make it because it puts too much emphasis on what everybody else think, and I don't give a fuck what everybody else think if I'm going it's through. It's not something. for everybody else; it's for me. Yeah. So I support God you in your, in your quote <laughs> for your life. <laughs> so look, everybody, I want y'all to send smiley faces to Liz's DMs. Please don't. Please throw some, <laughs> some emojis in there too. They get, they send y'all up for failure. Any man, any, any. We need to put you to see you on a dating show. I'm not going on no dating show, yo. Barbara, for the love of Elizabeth. For the love, yeah, of Liz. Right. for the love of Liz. All right, everybody's canceled. The show's over. 
None of you make the cut. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that concludes today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to our listeners on the Bomb Network. We really appreciate you guys. Um, look, Black Opinions Matter. They they always do, especially these three women over here. You know, we are giving you guys something different from you know your your typical podcast. So as you can see from this episode, we're not going to agree. <laughs> on everything and that's the, that's the good thing about it we're not just sitting here like yes girl girl power you're so right no we have three different opinions about everything all right so thank you so much make sure you guys follow us on twitter um and instagram crazy sexy cool pod and shoot us an email crazy sexy cool pod at gmail.com love y'all until next week 